0: Hey everybody, Dean here. I hope you're all safe and healthy right now. Wanted to let you know that I'm doing fine. Uh, Some of you know that a few days ago, my landlady, who lives above my basement apartment in the house upstairs, reported me to the city authorities. Of course, I I wasn't doing anything wrong. In the past, she's never had a problem with me wrestling with her kids in the yard or using their upstairs bathroom or even making PB&Js in their kitchen for myself and the kids while she's at work. But in the last few weeks, she's been telling me to stay in my apartment and cough into my elbow and stop touching their mailbox to see if there's anything for me when I have my own separate mailbox, stuff like that. And I guess it's all because of this coronavirus thing, which a week or two ago, most people were saying was a total hoax. Anyway, after Mrs. Finley got all upset at me, I promised I would stay in my own space, but she didn't believe me, probably because I kept coming upstairs to tell her and the kids I would be staying in my own space from now on. So she installed a lock on the door that connects my basement apartment to the upstairs house. And she called the police. And now there's a cop car outside that I guess is going to be watching my door from now on. A couple times I tried to go out to the car and give the fella some tacos I made, you know, just to be nice. And all they said was, sir, step away from the vehicle and kid, take your tacos and get back inside. Stuff like that. So I guess I'm stuck in my apartment for the foreseeable future. And I'm seeing online that a lot of you are doing the same. So I don't know, maybe some of you are also under house arrest for recklessly endangering the public health. Anyway, I hope you guys aren't worried about me. I'll be fine. I'll tell you what I'm worried about is some of these big companies like Hogswood Cooper. It seems like scientists and the media and public opinion all conspired to put pressure on them. And now because of some silly little virus, they're being pressured to shut down their theme parks and casinos and sporting events. I mean, they got to be losing a ton of revenue. And I know eventually they'll all get huge bailouts and be more profitable in spite of this public health crisis and in many cases because of it. But the wheels can move so slowly in our great capitalist democracy. And I worry about some of these great Americans who make up the executive teams at all of our Fortune 500 companies, you know? I mean, what if they lose their second homes or have to sell off some of their portfolio or tap into their Cayman accounts? All because some deadly incurable disease escaped from a lab halfway around the world? That's just not fair. Okay, I'm sorry to ramble. Maybe you're saying, Dean, if you're prohibited by law from leaving your apartment, are you going to be able to keep doing the podcast? That's a good question. I'm sure going to try like heck. I don't know much about recording interviews remotely, but I did find my old Gateway desktop in the closet, and I pulled out a milk crate full of some cords and cables, so I'm going to try to MacGyver something together to keep the pod going. I hope you'll be patient and stick with me while I sort it all out. In the meantime, I do have one more regular episode of The Corporation that we recorded in the studio last week before all this happened, so you'll get to hear that one today. I hope you enjoy it. And then in the following episodes, the format may change a bit. Those will start next week or maybe the week after, depending on what equipment I need and whether those officers outside are going to allow me to receive Amazon deliveries or not. All right. Everybody stay safe, pray for the CEOs and the CFOs, and please enjoy episode 23 of The Corporation. Cheers. Hello, colleagues hello friends and welcome to the corporation podcast that's too fun to fail this is the show where i speak to employees of hogswood cooper media the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from private prisons to movie studios each week i strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company i'm your host dean ardenfeld and i'm required to state that i am not employed by hogswood cooper but boy am i a fan and i think you're going to be too so let's get into it shall we My first guest is the Chief Credit Officer at Jesse Liu, the largest private provider of student loans in the country. Since 1976, Jesse Liu has helped generations of students go to college, and some of them have even repaid their loans in full. My guest enjoys golf, tennis, and lucid dreaming. Please welcome Earl Peebles.
1: Hello Dean.
0: Hello Earl. It is lovely to have you here. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, what a fantastic job you have. Now, you're not you're not on the ground saying the yay or nay to each individual student loan application, Mm-mm. but you're the executive in charge of that department. So that's a lot of responsibility, right?
1: It is. I mean, we're we're taking people's dreams into our hands. Sure. Uh, you know, we're getting kids to school. Yeah. The kids are the future. Uh, yeah. and, you know, but they got to pay. Right. Nothing's free.
0: Right. And right. Uh,
1: so you think you're going to skip a payment? Maybe this month was tough. Well, you're going to get a visit from Earl Peebles.
0: Oh, is that? I didn't realize. So so, so my the job description I have for you is such a high-level executive. You actually do home visits for people who are not keeping up with their student loan payments. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's important to set a standard. Uh-huh. For the people working for me, you know, okay. I, Earl Peebles can't do this job forever, right? But Earl Peebles is really good at this job, right? And you know, I and, want this job to continue to be done well, so I show the people under me, you know, you can't just sit in your marble office,
0: right? Right. Hoping
1: you, the kids are going to pay, you make the kids pay. You, so you, <laughs> you roll up your pay. sleeves
0: and you like, even if you have to, you know, get in the car and drive eighty miles to go meet. Oh, me, I don't. Knock I, I do I walk you walk
1: Mm -hmm. is that so because it makes me mad to walk
0: i see so you show up with a with a show up with a vengeance as it were
1: absolutely furious
0: interesting uh now i've had my share of college debt but i've never had uh you know a an an older gentleman show up in a suit rageful and Mm -hmm. knock on my door and demand now how does that usually go
1: (laughs) i'll tell you what you pay you do they pay immediately usually in cash coins really whatever they have around the house i'll tell you what Think about it. It's kind of like a candy man situation, right? Mm, okay. I'm not going to pay this month. I'm not going to pay this month. I'm not going to pay this month. You say it that third time. Yeah. I rise out of my chair like, like a pony at a rodeo. All right. So like,
0: you, take, you, you will let someone say, I'm not going to pay this month three times in a row. But then after that, it's sort of magically like Beetlejuice transforms you into an angry, mm-hmm. vengeful person.
1: Yeah. And, you know, imagine you have to walk. Yeah. A hundred miles. To get the nine to nine dollars a month that you are owed, I don't care that you studied English,
0: right, right? right? What?
1: What? You think that your socioeconomic status is gonna make me feel bad for you? No, I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps, right, boots that right. were bought for me by my father right, and sure. his father yep. and his father's father. You know, we've been we've been getting money from people. You remember in the Bible. You remember in the Bible, the um, story about I, the, tax, the tax man, people I'm, coming I'm around. Struggling
0: to keep up. Yep.
1: Yeah. So many references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus, you know, he was out there and people were having to pay taxes. Yeah. And Jesus was like, don't do that. My ancestors were the tax people back then. You know, You know. Really? we did. We did do that. And guess who's still here?
0: Wow. Okay. So you can trace your lineage all the way back to, let's say, 35 BC. Am I exactly. getting it right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool.
1: Because we're still here. <laughs> Jesus is dead. So. Sure.
0: Sure i mean there's so many things i wanted to uh interrupt and ask things about but i didn't want to stop you um, but Fair let enough. me just backtrack a little bit right. on my my line of questioning here because you said that you walk up to 100 miles uh you know and uh, one would assume in the suit that you're wearing now oh yeah and you're a high level executive what happens when people need you for meetings or mm. you know they uh, they try to
1: reach you during that time i'll tell you what they either sink or they swim.
0: So you're so you're essentially um, you're essentially uh, uh, empowering others. Absolutely, make your own destiny. Make, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: right. no, handouts. So,
0: no handouts. No handouts. No handouts. You you pulled yourself up by your father's bootstraps, mm-hmm. and others should do the same.
1: It's not my fault your daddy ain't rich. What what do you want me to do about it? Help you? No. You signed the paperwork, and if you right. read the small print, it says it warns you it's kind of like one of those old chain messages you know like if you don't share this with 10 people right like a little girl drag right. you to hell
0: you're the little girl i'm the little girl I see Earl people they little didn't girl. forward the email and that's now they're being dr- drugged to hell by earl people but it's
1: not it's not hell it's it's just it's being a functioning member of society sure, it's paying your debts yeah
0: the metaphor isn't exact so exactly.
1: I'm you a good guy.
0: incredible so um i i hesitate to do this i'm thinking maybe you could uh you know, pull the mic away from your face just a little and maybe give us a demonstration of what happens when you knock on someone's door with all that 100 miles of walking mm. rage in you. Because you seem like such a calm uh, man. Yeah. But I'm assuming this is not the energy you bring to, to,
1: to the doorstep. Sure. Uh, so yeah. what, what does I'm that I'm going to take like? a sip of molasses so, real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wondered what that sludge was in the cup next to you. Straight. I've just said to you, let's say. I'm not going to pay my student loans. I'm not going to pay my student loans. I'm not going to pay my student loans. You've shown up on my, on my doorstep four or five days later. <laughs> and what happens? <laughs> I'm going to narrate this while it's happening. He, he's vibrating with the, just the power of a thousand suns, turning red. I feel like you're, it's like a visible heart failure. That's what it looks like
1: to me. Give me your money, Henry.
0: Okay. It seems like...
1: I will rip money out of your skin okay interesting now imagine that coming from behind you while okay, you just got out of the shower the, you put while put you just time. got out of the shower okay. so you're you're getting out of the shower oh. you're thinking i got an extra 99 in my pocket because i didn't pay right my debt this month and, and well guess so, he was in the shower so the you're whole time.
0: timing it like you you're like hanging out outside their house until you see them get in the shower and then you come into you let yourself mm-hmm. into their house and then you
1: do that yeah i'm a master lock pick Wow, you incredible. gotta be in this incredible. business. I mean, people's houses to get your money. I've,
0: I, there was so much. That has got us so off track here. I, I wanted to ask about the company itself. You know, um, uh, you know, there's the, some are estimating that eight point one billion dollars worth of private loans are in default right now. Private student loans. I mean, how does it feel to be part of such a successful company? That's a lot of <laughs> a lot of money.
1: I mean, honestly, it's it's uh, it's humbling. You know, I don't count my chickens before I, before they have eggs. You know. You don't count
0: your chickens before they have eggs? Well, why would you? You follow.
1: And, uh, you know, it just feels amazing to be a part of a company that's, you know, making people's lives better because if you pay your debts, mm-hmm. then, you know, it makes you a better person.
0: Now, um, your industry has been accused of sort of obfuscating the line between public and private loans. And mm. since private loans have a lot less protection, it leads to students getting stuck with debt and then defaulting, blah, 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 blah. But this is, like you said, just a case of them not doing their homework, right?
1: This is, look. You get the you get the contract, and if you sign, I mean that's your little tail. <laughs> you know that's your little tail. That's if your you little tail, that's T-A-L-E? your little
0: tail. T a l e? Is that what you're...
1: no? It's your little bum.
0: Your oh, your your hind end. I see mm-hmm. that's your hind, on the, on Your on quarters.
1: You're dancing. You're dancing with Earl now. Right, right. Until you pay it in full.
0: And of course, like I mean, people also like to say, like, what about the fact that these are people who are like 17 years old? They don't know what they're doing. I
1: disagree. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're 17 it's the most fully formed you're going to be and it's all really? downhill after that your mind is expanding you're at your peak and it, that seems like the most goodest time for you to enter a long-term financial <laughs> a long-term financial right. agreement it is
0: the most goodest time because you know you know we're all losing a, a step mentally from the time we're 17 you know until the day we die really. absolutely how old are you dean Oh, I don't speak about that on the mm. podcast, but um, I, I do want to get to your hobby uh, eventually because, you know, speaking of your mindscape and everything, you have this mm-hmm. like really neat lucid dreaming hobby of yours. But before we get to that, um, folks, do you ever think about where you go when you die? Well, the final destination of our souls may be a mystery, but with the help of my next guest, your body can go some pretty neat places. But before we get to that, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back corporation is brought to you by vermont comedy club a world-class comedy theater in burlington vermont on march 13, 2020 the club closed its doors indefinitely due to the covid 19 health crisis you can check out their online classes and live streaming shows right now at vtcomedy.com if you have the means you can also donate on the website or on venmo at vermont comedy club this community-minded small business will be back and in the meantime stay safe take care of each other and wash your hands now back to the show And we're back. We've been talking with Earl Peebles from Jesse Lou Lending. And now I'm going to bring my second guest into the conversation who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. A little about her. She's a senior researcher at Encore Afterlife Services, the luxury end of life company that can give your recently departed loved one the unique send off they deserve. Encore can freeze your grandmother for future reanimation, make a beautiful diamond from her natural carbon, or even send her to the stars. On weekends, my guest attends Legoland. Please welcome Tinsley Shuffield, everyone.
2: Hi. Hello, Thank Tinsley. you so much for having me on. Oh,
0: it's great. And, uh, and Earl's going to, uh, well, Earl's taking another sip of molasses over there, but you can feel free to uh, jump in whenever you feel the need, Earl. Um, <sighs> Thanks. I can't mm. believe it even goes down. So, uh, Tinsley, um, you're in charge of the research arm at Encore, basically figuring out new things that can be done with the human body after mm-hmm. death to either preserve it or
2: send it off in style. Uh, That must be a rewarding job, huh? It's very rewarding, Um, mostly because I get to test each and everything that we're researching. It gets tested on me. On you personally? Yes. But you're,
0: as far as I can tell, an alive human. <laughs> so how does, that, how does that work?
2: Well... <laughs> no one's
0: ever laughed at a joke I've made we ever do that have long before. So I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> Thank you.
2: We do have, uh, as you've seen in our, our brochure, mm. we have uh, cryogenics yes, uh, of course. available. Yeah. So that was the first thing I, I ever got to test. I actually flatlined. Wow. They put me in the cryogenics and wow. then I got to do... A tour of the solar system and that was before Pluto was taken out of the solar system so it it was quite a tour I don't remember it because you know I was under but pictures were taken of me and uh, I was brought back to, to life and so I have actually gotten to test a lot my body has not been made into a diamond sure but that's a i mean
0: you that's a twofer right there i mean most people don't uh get cryogenically frozen and reanimated as far as i i knew the technology wasn't even available for that yet and not only that but while you were under they sent you around the solar system and back which yes uh again not something that living people typically do if
2: you've seen the documentary in space junk uh-huh. that's about me Is it really? uh, I was literally space junk
0: oh no don't talk about yourself that way you know uh,
2: well that's what they considered me I'm not I see. Uh, you know I'm not an astrological being wow so
0: you're willing to put your I mean just like Earl here you're willing to roll your sleeves up and get yourself personally involved in this in your business right
2: somebody had to roll my sleeves up for me because I was I wasn't you know,
0: yeah I, was I meant more metaphorically but I understand yeah. what you're saying yeah sure um, um, mm-hmm. I want to get into a couple of the services that encore offers because sure. if they're so interesting um and I want to get your opinion about like a, how difficult the process is. Mm. B, how popular it is with people. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll talk about how ethical it is and stuff. Um, oh, but f- <laughs> uh, cryogenics, uh, I looked this up. They remove all the water from your cells. Mm-hmm. They basically replace your blood with like an antifreeze. Mm-hmm. And they slide you into a tube of liquid nitrogen and they bring it down to 300 degrees below.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly that's, accurate.
0: That's got to be a, a, a very difficult tricky process uh, how popular is that with people
2: it's very popular especially now we well it wasn't for a bit mm. with PETA because the PETA. antifreeze that we were using wasn't <clears throat> wasn't safe on animals you know the antifreeze you're using in human dead
0: human bodies yes is not safe for animals
2: well it it wasn't when we first started out now it is please make everybody aware on your podcast okay, that sure. now the antifreeze is safe for animals to consume To consume, so they're not going to die, and that Peta was just on our ass about it for a while, and you know now it's. They were
0: concerned that an animal was going to come across a cryogenic tube and feast upon.
2: Well, Dean, (laughs) we just put the bodies in the tube, and after that, we don't know where they end up. Really? You know, so we could be in an alley and alley cats are, you know, okay. going to start feasting on the tube, the that's body in the tube. and if Yeah, you know. I mean,
0: that is that is uh, a huge part of uh, making sure that, pe- that if future technology exists, that they can reanimate these people. A big yes. part of it must be like, where are these people, right? Exactly. So uh, uh, you don't really, you don't keep tabs on them once you've brought them under? We
2: just do the services and that's yeah. the joy of it.
0: Oh, so like much the same way as I might be given an urn after after cremation of my dead aunt. Precisely. You just give them the tube.
2: Yes. Isn't it's there? heavy. Sure. I mean, we, yeah. it's not. And whatever
0: maintenance is, uh, upkeep has to be done, That's they're on their own for that.
2: Yeah, there's, and there is some maintenance. I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Sure. There's dusting. Uh, There's how, how, windexing. I mean, it, it's been
0: suggested that this process may actually um, not, Theoretically, someone they could wake someone up a hundred years from now, and literally within a week, all their cells could just break down. They could just die immediately. Like, how? how, What do you? What do you think the likelihood of bringing somebody back from this process would be in the future?
2: Do I look like my cells have have died? that's right. You've done this process. I do. I look like the crypt Keeper? No, No. I look gorgeous. My tits have never been better. Wow. And I've been put under. I don't know how many times. you, you've been put under more than once oh well it took some some testing you know we had to make sure that the antifreeze that was pet safe still worked just as good as the original antifreeze it does are you their only stings. Are, they, are you their only human test subject yes Maybe. that's why i'm the senior getting a bunch
0: of wows from earl over here and, and i'm just loving everything at one point earl actually winked at you when you're talking about your 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 physical appearance yeah i'm um, just a human man Sure. That's, I, I got. Eyes. I mean, we're all humans.
1: I got a heart too. Tinsley.
0: headed to the grave, really. Uh, uh but uh, I want to talk about like a couple of the other things you, you sure. services you have. Memorial diamonds. Mm. That's where they isolate the carbon from ashes or hair, and they mm-hmm. apply heat and pressure for seven to twelve months, and then yes. they create a synthetic diamond out of out of your loved one. And uh, that must be a hard process too. Is that popular as well? It's
2: actually. You would not believe this, Dean, but it's actually easier than you would think. Really? What we do is uh, we get people that just seem very, very uh, rigid. Okay, that and, helps. Yep. You and know. we say, you know, it, have you ever heard the term, their ass is so tight? If sure. you put a coal in it, it would make a diamond. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We find people that actually can do that process. I see. Uh, so it's actually not that hard. You just put the remains of the person inside the anal cavity and it it takes a while you know it takes about you know like maybe like a half a day or half a day depending on uh on the the sphincter and how how well they've conditioned it it's uh
0: this is so interesting to me because the uh, process i thought it was like a huge machine that took seven to 12 months and you're saying it's a human man
2: 12 people in one day that take a month at 12 most. people yeah we have people that you know you they can clench tight, okay, you know,
0: tight tight real hard tight anal cavities interesting yeah wow. well i'm gonna um move on to the next thing because uh, frankly uh, i think my listeners might be eating at this moment and um memorial fireworks is another one you can pack mm. seven pounds of human ash into commercial grade firework and set it off as these are all real by the way mm-hmm. set it off as part of a larger fireworks display that must be a pretty easy one
2: it is pretty easy. You're just blowing up ash. Right? No. Yeah. You're just, you're just blowing up ash. Uh, some of it is, you know, colorful. Hmm. Uh, we've actually been able to recreate the person's face in fireworks wow. as it gets shot up in the air. Wow. That took some time. Sure. And again, I was yeah. the tester for that. Uh, they had to, I've seen my face and other people's ashes. I don't
0: know how you said times. ashes there. And I thought that I didn't think that was what you meant. Um, <laughs> seeing your face in other people's ashes. Um, incredible that's incredible so and then also you can be launched into space uh there are a bunch of different packages here you can just send your dna up there you can send your ashes you can send your whole human body you can orbit the earth or you can go out into the stars and you've done it personally and you know i've seen only like five percent of missions uh uh, these missions result in failure completely destroying the sample in a fiery explosion um so that must be that must be a tricky conversation to have when you've like you've got you know the remains can i
2: be honest with you sure Uh, of course
0: that's what this is for
2: we have the conversation uh they don't need to know okay? i see they so don't say they don't really need to know like how are they going to test it the helen guy. is
0: among the stars yeah that's right? all
2: they need to know yeah. i mean
0: it's accurate anyway. listeners
2: you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you sure. sometimes you know shit happens yep and uh when you sometimes brought your we voice lose down,
0: you brought your voice down low like that and yeah. then earl is just staring at you intently and I just want to get uh, I give my listeners a sense for the vibe in the room here Earl uh, do you have anything to add to this I a, think
1: is? I'm uh, you know I haven't felt love in a while and just I don't know Tinsley the way you just uh, you know the, the way you take charge of people I don't know, I, right. admire, I admire it. I mean, I mean, what we have here is
0: two guests who, Earl, you take charge of people in the living world, and uh, Tinsley, you are not afraid to take charge of people after they're dead. Not
2: at all. Um, and I will tell you this, Earl, that uh, everything that was frozen has thawed in my body, so... Wow, if you okay, ever want to heat me up, you know, another way, that is a, one it's of the, it's all thought out
0: down there. I, I'm thinking that's a, a, a pickup line. And that's one of the, one of the oddest ones I've heard before.
2: Um, Maybe he likes that. Mm-hmm, you know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel
1: like a firecracker right now. I mean, I don't I'm a laugh. I don't,
2: oh, I'd love to put your face in, I'd, in my ash. Uh, anytime. <laughs> I don't ever expect
0: that my guests will make this kind of connection, but when it, uh, when it does happen, it's, it's quite exciting. Um, you know what's really interesting, that I really definitely want to get to Tinsley, is that I know that you and your team—they work backwards. So you just kind of do things to human bodies to see what can be done to them, mm-hmm. and then it's up to your marketing team to find a way to turn it into a product and spin it as like a sentimental thing to do with your loved one. What are some of the things you are just doing to human bodies to see if they, you know, if they can be preserved or destroyed uh, in in new and innovative ways?
2: Well, um, okay, so you mentioned uh, that I, I love to go to Legoland. We. We, right. we tried to put uh, people's ashes and make them into the form of Legos, but oh, the, interesting. the problem was that uh, we couldn't get the compound to be strong. I and imagine so that a
0: binding agent would be very... Important in exactly, that. Exactly,
2: exactly, mm-hmm. Dean. And so we just had these toddlers just sticking their relatives in their mouth, and the ashes were oh, just falling gosh. apart, and yep. we were getting sued. And it was just, it wasn't good. So, yeah, I mean, you win some <sighs> and lose some for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we lost a lot in toddlers' mouths. Uh, okay. A lot of relatives, good relatives, wow, uh, were wow. lost that way.
0: And so uh, are there people who sign their their dead relatives
2: up for the sort of like testing wing of your business? Just that if they want to go the cheap route if, I if yeah. it's like let's say okay let's say dean that you had an uncle that um, turned out to be a pedophile okay you don't really necessarily right. want to pay a lot of the money you know to to do right the whole
0: service i mean in we many would take him on i mean in many ways my dead uncle pedophile ending up in a child's mouth is maybe not the most
2: no you're fulfilling his dream and, and you know not <laughs>
0: Yeah, I could see. I can see how that would be Let's problematic. not give
2: him that, okay? Sure, sure.
0: But I do understand that you want that person to have an ignomi what's the word? Ignominy? An- ignominious ignominious end, right? <laughs> yes.
2: Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, are there are other things that you've tried with people. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is also it's a little it's a little blue. Mm. Uh, but sometimes uh, people were like, Well, you know, this person was really attractive and I never I never got a chance to have my way with them oh, dear. but but listen we don't that's not what we do with the body what we do is we burn down the ashes and we make it into a strap-on and then you can actually say wow. you know i wow. did i actually did consummate the marriage sure. with this person or consummate who knows what with this person and in
0: this scenario would the deceased uh, have given their consent for this to happen
2: i man, that's a gray zone, you know, and maybe that's something I got to bring up with my right. superiors. As see. gray
0: as the ash you used to make the dildo with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We
2: do dye it, though, because gray dildos is just, that nobody wants that. Nobody. That's like an elephant trunk. You know, who wants, who wants that?
1: Uh, I have a, if I may. Of course, please. I have a, a pitch. Um, so, you know those toys, you put water on it, and it grows into like an animal. It grows into an animal. Yes, could yes. you do that with ashes? It grows into yeah. the person.
0: Like, like, a, like a like a like a little baby dinosaur, version. right? Hmm.
1: No, <laughs> full size. You ash me. You ash me. You put me in a little thing. You put water on me, and then I grow, and I'm like a five foot seven, like a doll.
2: Oh, my God.
1: It's like taxidermy, it's like but for your loved ones. It's like
0: reconstituting them into a real-size a and, real size version of themselves. And Well, it's and those fun. little
2: pills, you're on to something. Because those little pills, they make you into like... The little animals are like sponges. Mm-hmm. And then you could take your loved one and shower and... Well,
0: I mean, it just you just might, must sit around like this all day, coming up with interesting things like this, right? I
2: want to take her along. You want to take her along? the Earl research... On. Well in more ways than one. Calm but down
1: there, Goat uh, Rodeo.
2: <laughs> goat Rodeo, is that what you said? You're gosh darn right it is. Uh, okay. It's like you. I've been seen. Let's uh, say...
0: <laughs> uh, Earl, uh, could you ever see a, a, a day when you retire from uh, helping students to get the education they need by by you know slamming your fist against their shower door, mm-hmm. uh, and and move over to to f- find a nice lady to settle down with and potentially get involved in afterlife care?
1: I mean. We're talking about dreams now and I, mm. I you know I you know I see myself re- you know giving up the life one day just you know retiring to my molasses farm and uh, that, you know oh, that's where we, that's coming from. Is you have your own farm? Oh okay. I, I make it myself home home brew. Uh but I could see myself pivoting, you sure, know. Sure. Different maybe maybe Tinsley takes me on as an apprentice, as a lover and we wow. you know we build upon what she is already so firmly established. Right, right. And I we mean, take over. How do you everything. feel about that Tinsley?
2: I'm ready anytime you are. I mean, wow. My God. I I I would love to do research with you. Yeah, I would like to do research. Massive, with you. Massive, uh, massive research.
0: Voluminous. Okay, um, I'm going to try to get you guys to look at me for a second here of course, while I talk. Sorry. Um, but I just, I, real quick, I want to touch on. You both have these uh, interesting hobbies, uh, mm. Earl. You've got uh, you you just put down lucid dreaming, uh, yep. which is uh, for my listeners. It's when you're dreaming, but you know that you're dreaming, and sometimes you have control over what happens. So uh, always for me. And and so what's what's attractive as a hobby. About that to
1: you. I just meet people I've always wanted to meet, right? So like okay. I have lunch with like Devin Sawa.
0: And who is that? so it was just <laughs> such a specific name poll that I'm I'm and I am not a super educated person. I'm just curious
1: who of course. who that is. Yeah, Devin Sawa was a, a heartthrob in the nineties. Oh okay. Uh, and he starred in my favorite film, Final Destination. Gotcha. Which okay. is all about kids meeting their demise. Uh I wanna I I wanna just so you've hang got, out with you've that. You got a guy. real
0: you got a real uh, sort of fascination with, with death mm. and uh, and dying and, and your final destination as it were, which really connects to, you know, what, what Tinsley has been talking about
1: yeah, this whole it time. It does. It seems like it's all, you know, coming together and Do uh, you ever have a dream about Devin who is it? Devin Devin Sawa. Sawa. Well, I'm
2: Tinsley? I'm remembering <coughs> Devin Sawa from he was a little younger. He Ooh. was in uh, Now and Then. I don't know if oh. you remember that movie. Oh. Now and then he was younger and he did have, you know, there was a whole scene where he was uh, naked and uh, running down the street. And I remember those little, those little ass cheeks uh, jiggling down the road. And Mm. sometimes when I'm deep in research and I'm just kind of getting a little depressed because something's not working, that's what I think about. Just yeah, those Devin little Devin, Devin Sawa ass cheek. You, could, you make, a, you could, you could make a, on a diamond
0: in those ass Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Sure, and
2: I, it probably would only take him like five minutes. Right, you know?
0: right. Sure. What well, um, a tight
2: ass. And, so,
0: and also, we, we spoke a little, uh, Tinsley, about the, uh, the, the Legoland hobby, but like literally you just put down in our pre-interview here, you just said that you attend Legoland every weekend, that that's your really your only hobby i know your research facility is close to orlando there and you just do that every single weekend and why is that
2: maybe because uh i long for a childhood that i i never really had oh wow you know uh i see parents like interacting with their children and and mm. saying things like that my parents never said to me like hi
0: wow wow you know I mean, this is the kind of stuff we, you hope to get into when you have an interview like this. I appreciate you opening up like this to me. So you yeah. just, you just um, sort of are there to witness uh, moments between families and sort of uh, uh, co-opt them as your
2: own. I, almost? Exactly. So I have a photo album uh, that I keep, but I go to, I go to Legoland and I watch these families. And one time I just, I, I saw this mom and, uh, I had to take a picture of her because I just, I never had had this moment, uh, with my own mother. She ha- put her hand on her, on, on her, her daughter's back. Hmm. She was touching her like up and down on the back, just giving her a back rub. And then, uh, she asked her if she had to go to the bathroom and, uh, wow. I ne- my mom never asked and me so that. And so tell me what
0: happened when you took a, a photo of those strangers?
2: Uh, <clears throat> they got mad, you know, yeah. uh, yes the daughter did have to go to the bathroom because me you know peeking around the, okay. you know she wet her pants and i i feel bad about that i did not capture that moment uh with my camera uh-huh. but you know i I, I was banned for a little bit but it's
0: burned in your memory though it is uh and you'll keep that until <laughs> until the day that they put you in a tube or how do you want to go oh, uh, like what after a great you go, question how do you want to die and what, how, what do you want to happen after that
2: i think oh, after i die so mm. i'm i'm dead sure uh I would like every single limb of my body to be used in different ways. So I was thinking my huh. leg golf club.
0: Okay, sure.
2: Uh, and maybe my other leg hockey stick, you know, something yeah. like that. So okay. s- a- maybe my hand is a tennis racket uh. and uh, maybe my other hand is a badminton racket. There's a, di- I was never sporty uh, young when I was younger.
0: You're thinking if I, after death, if I can live out the life of a, of, something valuable to a sporting event.
2: Yes. And I was thinking my torso, head and torso kickboard for those little kids that are learning how to swim. You know, I'm already floating. Yeah, sure. So just stick me in the water and then they hold on to the bottom half of me and they can just... Yeah, I might be able to train an Olympic swimmer. And you
0: don't think that would be traumatizing for a young child learning to swim? Not the right kind of child, no. No, no, of course. Yeah. That's
2: like... They could then be a senior researcher right, uh, later
0: on in grow life. up to be you, right? Exactly. Uh, and as for uh, you, Earl, have you thought about the way you want to go or how you want um, your remains to be treated?
1: I, s- I suppose I've, I've had thoughts uh, and considerations. I think that I would like... Uh, for devin Sawa to to grind to grind me up and uh, smoke me out of a tobacco pop
0: do you think um I don't know how that works how how it works to like make a request like that of a celebrity that you don't
1: know well I mean I think it I imagine it probably begins with a letter you know mm-hmm. just like a hey howdy right uh, I, you know I'll probably reach out before I pass you
0: probably should yeah um, I mean, how old if you don't mind me asking how old were you when his movies were really?
1: Really big because you seem now and then came out when I was fifty nine, yeah, okay. and, and then Final Destination. I was uh so saw that almost sixty second birthday.
0: Interesting, interesting that you would have like such a connection to. I mean, it seems like a big.
1: It's his eyes. And his ass, but mostly his eyes.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Well, I, get, I think that's about all the time we have for today in The Corporation, everybody. I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers. Thank you both very much. and I. I see that you're both holding hands across the table, and I'm just i am just going to go, okay?
2: Please leave yes, and turn off the light. The Corporation is a presentation of Unical Media. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick. Earl Peebles was played by Ash Diggs. And Tinsley Shuffield was played by Meredith Gordon. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com.